Hello and welcome into the Facilitation Studio. I'm your author, John Sunart, a design strategist based in Glasgow, Scotland. Issue 9. The road to a valuable workshop is paved with a single good intention. Welcome back to the Facilitation Studio. Since you're reading this, I suspect you also think workshops are an excellent way to bring people together to collaborate, address complex challenges and come to impactful conclusions. However, as we all know, a great workshop takes more than throwing people in a room with a vague direction and expecting them to make magic happen. Without clear aims and objectives, workshops can quickly become unfocused, with much of that latent potential wasted. To avoid that, there's one question that'll set you off in the right direction. What will you be able to do after? Nine times out of ten, the answer is initially something along the lines of the whole team will be aligned. And you'll notice that that doesn't answer the question. Today, we'll look at how you can lay the foundations for success by defining your goals and building towards your outcomes. There's more than one way to skin a cat, but to stretch this metaphor to breaking point, you need to know what cat you want to skin. Understanding the goals and objectives of what you're trying to achieve is crucial to your success. It lays the foundation for everything you're trying to build on, whether designing your session or running a predefined one. When you have clear intent, you and your participants will have a common understanding of what you're trying to achieve, and that ensures that everyone's working towards the same goal. There are three parts of intent. The goal, the critical questions, and the outcomes. In this issue, we're going to walk through each of those three steps and build an intent for a workshop together. We're going to start by defining the goal. As a basic rule, if you can't explain what you'll be able to do after the session, and why you can't do it already, you're not ready to plan a session. The goal articulates why your workshop is happening. It explains the action that your workshop will enable you to take. And articulating that is more challenging than you might think. Resist the temptation to define things that you will create within the workshop, like alignments, ideas, or journey maps. They aren't verbs, they aren't the thing that you'll be able to do after. Generally, when you consider what the goal of your workshop is, you'll get an answer like, to figure out what we should do to move forward. It's a good start, but it needs more critical information to become a goal. A goal version of a statement could be, the product team will be able to initiate cross-company action along an agreed strategic path. The shift that comes through framing the goals of future action forces you to consider the information more deeply and dig into you and your co-collaborators' motivations. So now you have a clear subject, the product team. The point of the workshop is to enable the product team to do something. An explicit action to initiate cross-company action. And the reason for it being a collaborative session. It's cross-company and it's agreed on a strategic path. This framing gives you a solid foundation from which you can start to plan and also really sell your workshop. Now you can articulate what the workshop will enable you to do you can start mapping the questions you need to answer to achieve your goal. And those will form the individual threads which you'll weave into a tapestry of your workshop agenda. To create your critical questions, take your goal and work backwards. So, to initiate cross-company action along a agreed strategic path, what do I need to know? I need to know what actions can be taken. And what do I need to know to know what actions can be taken? I need to know the path we'll be taking. Okay. And what do I need to know in order to know the path we'll be taking? And so on, working backwards until you have a clear starting point, which is a question you either already have the answer to, 
or you can find the answer to before the session. Now take those questions, flip them over, and suddenly you've got the framework of your agenda. Your questions probably will start to look something like this. One, what is the aim of our project? Two, what is our starting point or where are we now? Three, what are the landmarks between now and the aim? Four, what's the best path for us to travel based on what we know? And five, what actions can be taken now? Together, those five steps lead you to your goal. The product team will be able to initiate cross-company action along an agreed strategic path. So now we've got critical questions, which really is the framework for an agenda. We've got our goal. It's finally time to consider our outcomes. Outcomes are the artifacts that'll help you answer your critical questions. Your questions don't usually map one-to-one -one with an outcome because you'd be setting yourself up for a lot of work if you did. I would say never aim for more than two or three outcomes from any workshop, whether that's a, a few hours or a few days. And some of your outcomes will be throwaway. That means that they're means to an end, but they're not likely to be referenced after. That doesn't mean they're unnecessary, but it means their value lies within the session, not in the documentation afterwards. For the workshop we've outlined above, I'd lean towards two deliverables. A vision statement, which is critical question one, supported by key horizon targets, so that's critical questions two, three, and four, and a set of key actions or challenges with metrics linked back to the key horizon targets with an owner or champion from the stakeholders. That's our critical question five. To get to those deliverables, you're probably going to go through several rounds of ideation and refinement, that kind of divergent and convergent thinking. So that'll lead to several levels of collateral but those are the means to create those two key outcomes. Okay, so now you're ready to share your intent. If we'd sent out an initial invite based on the first conversation we'd had, we'd say something like, please join us to figure out what we should do to move forward. We'll be talking about vision and how we can get things going. If you've got any information that can help us do this efficiently, please send it to me or put a call in my diary to run through it. But with the small amount of thought we've put into it, we can instead send an invite that says something like this. Please join us for a collaborative session, after which the product team will be able to initiate cross-company action along an agreed strategic path. During the session, we'll create the following. A vision statement supported by horizon targets, a set of actions or challenges with metrics linked to the horizon targets and a defined owner or champion from the stakeholders. And to get there, we'll explore one, what's the aim of our project, Two, what's our starting point and where are we now? Three, what are the landmarks between now and the aim? Four, what is our best path for us to travel based on what we know? And five, what actions should be taken? If you have any insight or existing materials that can help us to answer any of those areas, please send them on or put a call in my diary to run through them. We want to be able to build on our work so far, not reinvent the wheel. That sounds better, doesn't it? Because you've brought the goal the critical questions and the outcome together, you give an excellent outline to share with stakeholders. It gives them a clear understanding of what value you'll be creating in the session and why it's important, and crucially, why it's important for them to be there. Getting stakeholders invested in those points will go a long way to manage their expectations and to create their emotional investment in the project. It also gives you a better platform for requesting support and existing materials. Stakeholders can better assess the suitability of any materials they might already have seen. It also gives you a better platform for requesting support and existing materials. 
Because stakeholders have more information, they can better assess the suitability of materials they might already have, and we'll be able to share them with you in a way that feeds into the session effectively. So now it's time to go and create that agenda. It's time to go and flesh out those critical questions as activities, or find an existing workshop framework that will answer those defined questions. Now you can go and think about crazy aches and service maps and what presentations you want to do and whether you're going to get people to do Petra Kuchas, because we know what we're going to do. To go back to our original metaphor, we've defined the cat. Now it's time to think about how we're going to skin it. You've laid the foundations and you're ready to succeed. So until next time, happy facilitating. Subscribe to this ongoing series from the Facilitation Studio and let's improve the quality of the collaborative environments you create.